We often talk about the old grind, don't we? The old nine to five, five days a week, working for the weekend. We've been talking about it for a long time. But what if there was a different way? You know, we work, we read a lot these days specifically about uh, how work is really grinding people down. Resignations, absenteeism, they're all up. Spirits and satisfaction are down. Um, it's a problem that causes physical and mental health issues for employees, productivity and revenue problems for companies. But what if the answer to our work woes was a simple question of subtraction? In other words, a four-day work week instead of five, without financial penalty, for employees, by the way. Now, that may seem like something employers would be very, very reluctant to do, right? Perhaps not if they saw the results of a series of trials going on, including with Canadian companies these days. Some are involved. Um, this started a while back. 33 companies took part in a large-scale study of a four-day work week. None, I understand, none has since returned to a five-day schedule. What they found was that revenue, productivity, and job satisfaction are on the rise. Burnout, turnover, and absenteeism are on the decline. Workers on a four-day schedule are even more inclined to work from the office than at home. So has, is this an idea whose time has come? Has the day arrived, so to speak, for a four-day work week? Well, listen, there's a lot of complexities around it. There are a lot of um, entrenched systems in place that all lean towards the five-day work week. But I think that, you know, the height of the pandemic, the lockdowns and so on taught us one thing is that work isn't quite what we can reimagine work. We can imagine work to be different than it is. And it happened very quickly and in some senses very, uh, well, obviously abruptly, but also quite um, shockingly fast for a lot of us when it came to remote work uh, back a few years ago now. But it did teach us that work can be done in a different environment, on different schedules, and thought about differently. So why not look at this one differently? Perhaps perhaps it's the answer, not for everyone, but for some. Joining me now with more on this is someone who knows all about this pilot project because she's helped leading it. She leads the research on it. Juliette Shore is an economist and sociologist at Boston College in Boston, and she joins me now. Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure to be here. So... I, I suppose we should start with the basic premise behind all this, that the five-day work week in of itself um, isn't working so well for us. Uh, how so? We instituted a five-day work week in the United States in, in 1940. So first of all, it's, you know, it's, it's very long-standing. And since that time, there's been tremendous productivity growth. So, that's the first thing. I mean, just thinking of it in, you know, very basic terms, we've had all this labor-saving technical change, and yet we're not getting our labor saved. So, but why is that so important? I mean, maybe five days is just a good, you know, a good place to rest, and there's nothing wrong with it. What is happening is that large numbers of people in the workforce are feeling high levels of stress and burnout, anxiety, they're having trouble managing the combination of work and family and work and life balance, as it's called. I think for many people, two days at the weekend is not enough. And it's a combination of the changing gender patterns in work. So more and more women who are 
full-time long hours jobs. Many of them have children or other caring responsibilities. More dual learner households, more single-headed households with children, and the stresses of the pandemic on top of it. And they've just really combined to make people feel like they need a break. Yeah, I, I imagine this is probably a really good time to rethink some of this stuff, especially with kind of the shift in work patterns from um, from working in offices to remote work. We've seen how that can work, um, that maybe this is a good time to try to look at some at uh, changing things that have been around with us for so long, we forget that they that there was a time when they weren't. Absolutely. The pandemic really opened up possibilities. It opened them up for employers. One of the Actually, the first company who joined our trial, they provide health educational materials for healthcare companies. And they, in in June of 2021, their people were quitting in droves, a lot of resignations, and they needed to stop the bleeding. And the CEO just said, you know what, we're going to a four-day work week. And by August, they'd done it. And what he said to me was, with remote work, we realized we could trust our people about where they worked. And with the four-day week, we realized we can also trust them about how much time they work, that they were going to get their work done in the four days. And that's exactly you know what ended up happening. So the pandemic really opened the window for employers at the same time that it dramatically increased the demand for change from employees. And yet, and there is so much resistance to the notion of a four-day work week, some, as if somehow you were giving your employees a gift here, right? Not to say that it's not a well-deserved gift, and not to say that the employees aren't giving a gift back. But I think that's one of the reasons it's working so well, because the employers are giving five days of pay for four days' work, and that feels like a gift, because so many employers have been trying to do the opposite, which is you know, reduce wages and cut headcount and, you know, squeeze people. I mean, we've had that going on in in our economy for so long. And in return for the gift of the fifth day off, the employees are saying, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go along with this work reorganization and figuring out how I can do, do everything in four days. And that's the, you know, it's an important part of the premise of the trials that we're running which is that the companies undergo a process of what we call work reorganization to get rid of the unproductive uh, cultures and practices and things that are happening so that the the companies figure out that they can they can be just as productive in 4 days as they are in 5 and employees willingness to do that is the gift they're giving back yeah. So, so you started these trials. I gather there were uh, several dozen companies involved. What is, exactly does it entail? They get two months of onboarding in which they prepare to go to a four-day week schedule. And that's where they go through these uh, work reorganization exercises. And you know, not just exercises, they actually do it. They figure out what is it about our culture that's wasting time? For a lot of them, it's meetings, too many meetings, the meetings are too long, too many people go to them, it's sort of rethinking work. Some some of the companies are really going down deep to kind of rethink everything they're doing and figure out what's bringing us value, what isn't. So they do that for two months and then they start the, the six-month trial and my team 
researches what's happening. So we do assessments uh, before the trial starts. We have a, a long questionnaire for the employees at what we call baseline. And then we collect data from the companies. And then uh, we do a midpoint uh, survey for employees. And then we do uh, another survey at the end for the employees to see how things have changed. So we're not we're actually assessing where they were on day one with where they are at the end, rather than just saying, how did you like the trial or what happened to your stress? Uh, and for the companies, they're uploading data throughout the six months. You came up with some pretty interesting findings here that turned out the four-day work week uh, was quite a success. Yes, it, actually, beyond our wildest dreams, I think. We asked companies and employees to rate the experience at the end, and the companies rated it at a 9.0 on a 0 to 10 scale, and the employees a 9.1. So everybody's pretty happy. Company side, uh, we saw increases in revenue. That's our major sort of performance metric because we have a lot of small companies who don't keep a lot of detailed data. But we also asked about resignations, which went down, new hiring, which went up, um, absenteeism, which went down. On the employee side, many more metrics, and they all are really, really positive. So we found people's stress levels went down, anxiety went down, physical health improved, mental health improved, satisfaction levels with life, with time exercise increased. Here's a couple of things that didn't change, which we didn't want to see change. People did not take on second jobs. So that was great. We asked how intense people's work was at the beginning, pace of work, intensity of work. We asked at the beginning because what we didn't want to see was people doing the work in four days just because they were sped up. No change in work intensity over the six months when we asked them to look back and said, did your work intensity increase? There was, they did retrospectively say yes, but it didn't show up in the before and after data, which is interesting. They didn't feel more stressed by the work. Well, they were less stressed at right. work. Yeah. That's, I mean, so you look at it, I mean, at least in as far as these trials are concerned. So you have uh, profits are up. A revenue at least is up. Um, employee satisfaction is up. Productivity is up. So it feels like we really can do a better job uh, in four days than we do in five, at least according to what you found out, that we're actually more productive if we work those four and take the three to uh, to rest. That's what these companies found for the most part. We asked them to rate the impact of the trial on productivity and performance. And that went, that was rated at 7.7 for productivity and 7.6 for performance. So they think that the workers are more productive. Now, we don't have actual measures of their productivity, but uh, the workers, we also ask the workers, how it does your current workability compare to your lifetime best? And that went up from the beginning to the end well, of the trial. The one caveat I'll put out there is it is the case that these are companies who opted into a trial. So it's what we call a selection bias. But I think there are reasons why companies that you might think, well, there's no way you can do this, like healthcare. You can't speed those people up. You actually probably need to de-intensify their work, you know, slow them down. What's interesting to me is that if you take something like a burnout profession like healthcare, and if you gave people four days, 
and you had them just doing four days worth of work, you weren't asking them to fit it all into five, you would have a lot of cost savings on their health care, on their leaving the professions. And you've got, you've got a lot of uh, attrition and, and dropouts there. More and more companies, and we are getting healthcare companies now that are, are starting to opt in and, you know, interested in doing these kinds of trials. More and more, I think, in some of the burnout professions, the four-day week can work, but not because they've got a lot of fat, just because they're on the other, the, the other side of it. Uh, I call it the paradox of work intensity, like the least and most intense workplaces can benefit. Yeah, I, there are obviously barriers here, right? And one of them is attitudes. But um, what do you think still lies in the way of this becoming more common? One reason I think is that there are a lot of social costs that are borne by society and governments um, and individuals there and their families from overwork and excessive stress. And the companies aren't paying paying that price. If they were, I think they would have moved here earlier. I mean, you think about a doctor who burns out the, the social costs of training that person or the social costs of caring for people who burn out and then, you know, need a lot of need health care because their job made them sick. So I think that's in a way the biggest barrier. Yeah, I suppose people who if if if, if companies are not bearing the cost of uh, of working people too hard, if society is in, in large, uh, then you're right. It, it probably doesn't make as much sense. Where to now? Then where to now with this uh, with these trials? They continue. We've got the results of the next trials coming in. The biggest trial started in June, uh, bigger than these first two trials put together, closer to uh, 50 companies. And we are just finishing up the final end of trial data collection. Uh, So February, we're going to be releasing another report. So stay tuned. I think we're going to have some really great results there too. Yeah. As a last word uh, to both employees and employers out there, uh, the four-day work week, you shouldn't close your, your mind to it, I would say. Yeah, try it. That They're called trials for a reason. It's, you know, in many ways, a low-risk way to, to make a change. Juliette Shore, thank you so much. My pleasure.